Welcome to the Friday show. Uh, How you doing, buddy? Doing all right? Doing pretty well. How's it going with you? Good, good. Hey, this is Heading Back to the Window with Scott and Scott. I am your host, Scott Steen, lead handicapper at winnersandwinders.com. This handsome, swarthy young fella here is the one and only... Scott Rochelle, senior handicapper over winnersandwinders.com. And together, we team up and do this every single weekday, Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, as we do our very best to help you to head back to the window to cash those winning tickets. Scott, how'd your uh, how'd your day go yesterday? I know that you uh, you made a rare, a rare outside appearance and went to see the Islanders play very bad hockey. How'd that go for you? Played really bad hockey, but they actually scored. They were being shut out for about, I don't know, 57 minutes or so, 58 minutes, and they somehow scored twice. They lost the game anyway. But it's supposed to snow over the weekend here on the East Coast about anywhere from a foot to potentially three feet, most likely somewhere in the 12 to 18-inch range. Nice. So I'll be indoors again. I'm sure. Uh, David Good doing what everybody in Arizona does in January, letting us know what the temperature is. It's 61, mm-hmm. by the way, in Tucson, so... Closest I'm going to think is Tucson. That's what I drive. I have a Tucson. So, nice. T train up there in the Northeast with you, buddy. He's uh, he's he's getting ready to freeze. Of course, guys, don't forget to like and subscribe. You know the drill. Just push push those buttons. Make us happy. Make us look good. Uh, if you're downloading our podcast, which I highly recommend you to do, just 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 to download it and put some numbers on there. Don't forget to rate and review. Of course, listen to our pal Chris King and Jim Williams every day. They do their show 1:30 p.m. Eastern Time. Just parlays, and of course, there's heavy. Uh, it's 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 going to be. This is a we're playing for high stakes here because if you uh, if you don't like and subscribe today, uh, Scott Reichel is going to get 12 inches tonight. So mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to be tonight or the entire weekend, but we'll figure it out. Okay, well there you go. So uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's you don't you don't want that, buddy. That's that's a lot. So. I've never been to prison. So. Well, I've never been to prison. Do, 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 do. All right. So, um, oh, oh, yeah, I did. I had uh, I hit both my premiums yesterday, which was good. We had a uh, uh, a glitch somehow, a glitch in the uh, in the YouTube, Scott. When I posted my video, it posted in the, in the Matrix. It was a glitch in the Matrix. Yeah, it took it took my video down for some reason, so I didn't have a play of the day yesterday. As always, I am honest and upfront. My play of the day was the over in the Purdue Wisconsin or the Purdue, um, you know, uh, whatever hack team Iowa. they Iowa, whatever t- terrible team they played, and uh, couldn't quite get there, buddy. Got there, I think one fifty six. Iowa just had some chances to make some three pointers there in the last couple of minutes. Couldn't hit one. Just went cold at the wrong time. So uh, a little better on the premium side. Uh, by the way, Scott, that Middle Tennessee game not a trap. Close. Close, but Middle Tennessee okay. ended up winning that game by two. Uh, as that game went to two and a half, then we had the Eastern Illinois team total under sixty and a half. Scott, it was a sweat I never thought I'd have. I had to I had to sweat scramble points by the Panthers as they actually had the lead and ended up winning the game. So I had to dodge the scramble Panthers coming down the home stretch, and it was that's uh, how good the, that's how good the team total under is. Even when they win games, you're yes. still cashing team total. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, the under would have been no sweat. That defense all of a sudden found their groove again. So, Brandon Kubas. Well, UT well, Martin's awful. But yeah, yeah, they are. They are, dude. The Skyhawks, not good. Not good at all. Uh, TL's here. Happy Fridays. Brandon Kubas checking in from L.A. 71 degrees out there. That's one of those places, Scott, I've told you this before. When you live when you live in L.A., people are like, 
Why would you ever live here? You got mudslides and crime and traffic and earthquakes. And then you walk outside your house and it's uh, 71 degrees in the middle of January and go, oh, fuck, I get it. Okay, yeah, that makes sense now. The same thing with Jewish people in Florida. Oh, uh, yeah. They all move from New York to Florida. Yeah, same thing. Uh, Zodwick checking in with the shed update, Scott. The shed took a beating last night with Louisiana, Lafayette, Rajon, Cajuns. Had a lead coming down the home stretch. Couldn't hold it. Could not hold it at home. Shameful. Shameful. I won my play of the day, so it could be worse, I guess. <laughs> yes. Well, that's yeah. great news. You got, you got, I got that going for me. Hey, don't for uh, uh, Zod. Oh, yeah, checking into Mighty Fine. Who day? Uh, who day think they're going to beat them Bengals? I will tell you this, Zodwick. If the Bengals do beat the Chiefs, I will absolutely be cheering for the orange and black in the Super Bowl. I think Cincinnati is a great story. I think I think it's a fun team, dude. I would be I'd be happy to be in Cincinnati right now and cheer for and cheer for the Bengals. Um, I'd be happy to be in Buffalo. Either either one of those teams, great teams, great teams. Mm-hmm. So yeah. since Cincinnati's coming, you got to fix your defense a little bit. You got to fix that offensive line. Scott, were we uh, was our was our hot take on the hot stove football league? We thought that the Bengals should have drafted offensive line help. Were we kind of right and kind of wrong? Obviously, you, you got your Marche, so he's a huge talent, huge talent, probably already in the top five wide receivers in the NFL. Can we still make a case we were right when Burrow got sacked nine times? Well, the way that I look at it is that Chase, as you might remember leading up to the draft, I thought was just going to walk in as basically a top, top 10, top 15 wide receiver in the league. I thought he was a can't-miss wide receiver who was just insane. I just figured it would work out. However... If Chase was, let's just say, mediocre instead of otherworldly, and he was a decent rookie wide receiver, the Bengals would probably win, what, six games, seven games? Yeah, probably a few more than that. But, I mean, I'd have to go back and see how many, if they lost any due to pressure, due to sacks. Okay, but the Uh, point is Burrow led the league in sacks, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cincinnati gave up uh, 51, 50, 51. So cents. I feel like you can make an argument that it's obvious Cincinnati still needs to address the offensive line mm-hmm. and that in order for them to actually move forward and win a Super Bowl, they have to address the offensive line. Right. But I do think that even though we were calling for them to take an offensive lineman, the premise wasn't necessarily wrong. The point was Chase was so much better than most people expected. Right, and it's hard it's hard to argue when your team doesn't take an offensive lineman and still makes it to the AFC Championship game, maybe to the Super Bowl. We'll see. I mean, that's the thing, though. Cincinnati's playing the AFC title game, but if I told you preseason, Burrow's going to lead all NFL quarterbacks in sacks, would you feel good about that as a Bengals fan? No, absolutely not. Absol- of course not. Absolutely He's coming off not. an ACL injury. So. And, and you'd, yeah, you'd be lucky if Burrow was able to complete the season. So, That's what I'm saying. So even though Burrow is great and even though Chase is very good, which I'm not surprised at, I do acknowledge that long-term, you better get him some protection. And some of it was an overreaction by us, rightfully so, after a serious knee injury. Right. You AC- do whatever you can to make sure he doesn't get killed. ACL and MCL. It was, a, yeah, a devastating injury. So If he was not off an ACL injury, I feel like people would not have been so harsh on the Chase selection. But because that did happen, people just expected the worst out of Cincinnati's offense, basically killing him. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, David, good giving you some props for your uh, UNCW uh, call. Nice job there, buddy. Wilmington gets it done. Uh, a lot of talk about Med- Medvedev. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, David, good said uh, Chase is going to be covered like an ugly relative. Go Chiefs. Here's my problem with that, David. 
they did a great job against Diggs in the Buffalo game. I believe he had four catches for six yards. It was ridiculous. And uh, all they did was give up 200-plus to Gabe Davis and four touchdowns. So, uh, And I think the Cincinnati peripheral receivers are better than the Buffalo peripheral receivers. Would we agree with that? Yes, and I do think that if you want to look at props, of course people are going to love Chase because why wouldn't you? The guy is nuts. It does seem like a very good script for T. Higgins, in my opinion, because after Chase torched them for, what do you have, 200 and what, how many yards did he have? 260 against the Chiefs? 250? What's that? Uh, in the regular season meeting, how many yards did Chase have receiving? Yeah, 260 plus, yeah. 260 or so? Yeah. So you're assuming they're going to overreact, probably give constant safety help over the top. Higgins is still really good. Right. So I do think that Higgins could benefit from that outburst that Chase had in the first meeting because you might overreact to it and try to only – I don't want to say only game plan for Chase, but mainly game plan for Chase. I like overs in Higgins' yards because hey. I think that he's in a pretty solid spot for one-on-one coverage. Save it for the show, buddy. Save it for the show. By, by the way, we're going to be well, doing. We don't a- talk about props on the show. I, I mean, we could. Uh, we could talk about. Well, we got to figure out. We got to figure out how to stretch two games into an hour since we've been able to do an hour, regardless of how many games we've had. By the way, we are going to be doing our NFL show right after this one, so stay tuned. If you got a nice leisurely Friday afternoon uh, planned make us part of it because we're going to be breaking down both of those games pretty, uh, pretty extensively. Um, Jim, you want to do a, uh, you want to do a promo? We got it. We got it. We got a new promo here and I'm going to, again, it's we've, we're, we're adding partners right and left now, Scott. Everybody's, everybody's jumping on the winners and winners bandwagon. I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited. So, all right. So here it goes. Let me, I'm going to blow it up again so I can actually see. All right, so this is we're going to talk about the uh, we're talking about MGM, which you and I we love MGM, especially for baseball season. You got baseball season coming up, but you're probably not going to want to wait till then. But uh, I also whatever. love their hotel in yeah. Vegas. Oh yeah, yeah, very nice, very nice. Got the Lions out front and whatnot. So mm-hmm. underrated uh, sports book over there. So MGM, this is for new customers only. Thousand bucks free play. You guys know how it works. You basically get a thousand dollar up to a thousand dollar your first bet risk free up to a thousand bucks. How about that? Uh, so here's how you do it. Head over to MGM Sportsbook, select the state you're in, hit register, enter and verify your personal information. When asked, enter the promo code video winners when required. And I bet there's another slide. Of course, read offers terms and conditions before setting up the account. Go through it. Go through it with a fine tooth comb. No, I don't know, but do it because <laughs> you're going to, they're going to, they're going to expect you to do it anyway. You're going to have to click the box, finish the process, set up your new sportsbook account. You got to make a deposit of at least $10. Scott, that's all you need, 10 bucks. And you put your first real money wager on any sports market of your choice. And uh, yeah, you know know the drill. If your bet wins, your winnings and stake will be given to you as usual. Should your bet lose, it's like it never happened. Never happened. You'll be given a free bet equal to the value of your stake. Maximum amount is a thousand bucks. Free bet will be credited to your account within 24 hours of the event that you've uh, wagered on. And the bet will expire seven days after being issued to your account and cannot be withdrawn for regular cash. Of course, link to the offer is in our show box below. This time it really is. Not like the first two weeks I did this and told you there was nothing there. It's really there. So, uh, of course, you have to be 21 or older. It's available in the fine states of Arizona, New Jersey, New York, Indiana, Colorado, Tennessee, West Virginia, Iowa, Virginia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Washington, D.C., and Wyoming. Of course, always wager responsibly. Check your state's. 
uh, toll-free bets off. It's in Missouri. It's 1-800-BETS-OFF. So uh, always call that number if there if you're having any sort of problem. So there you go. Check it out, man. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready for Missouri to do it. There's there's actual uh, there's actual steam on uh, on Missouri getting something done, Scott. Oh, uh, when you say steam, I'm assuming they still need a lot of work to do in the actual government bodies. Yeah, but they figured they figured out how to tax it and how to regulate it. So it's they've they've crossed they've jumped a couple of pretty big hurdles. I think 22 could be the year for for Missouri. So, uh, Brad Crawford said, "I found an old YouTube from your show three years ago. Still posting. Your mugshot was interesting. The show's coming a long way. Yeah, it was the old uh, sitting in front of the green screen. And you know, no matter how much time I spent in front of a, a an audience and even time in front of the camera, I was still nervous, dude. It was still a whole different format for me. So it was uh, it was fun. Your show is addicting. Oh man." Got some we got junkies on our hands. Uh, of course, uh, uh, we'll be doing our NFL show. Um, t- we mentioned right after this one, we'll be doing our live show on Sunday night, doing the Rams and 49ers game. So we should have fun with that. Why don't I know States- Scott was worried about the NFL show because we have to stretch it to an hour on two games. But luckily for Scott, it is worth mentioning I did a podcast on the NBA yesterday. Today. Two games, runtime two hours and eight minutes. Oh, put a bullet. So put a, I think we can find a way. Put a bullet in my fucking head. Jesus. Two two hours and eight minutes. It was absolutely crazy. Why don't states legalize gambling? Jesus, Jesus. That's the reason. That's 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 it, dude. It's 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 um, people who you're telling me Jesus didn't bet people that he could turn water into wine. They don't. Uh, they actually gambled for his garments. It's I don't know. It's it's an old fucking. The Romans actually gambled to get his garments. Um, but anyway, that's it. It's 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 uh, a, a certain faction of the country sees any kind of quote unquote vices as evil. as evil, and they and they don't want a part of them. And you see it with same. You can ask the same question about prostitution or or legalized. You know if you. If you don't want all legalized drugs like Oregon, you know, at least uh, legalized weed, which is, you know, it's in the, in the majority of states right now, still not legal federally. That's stupid. So, yeah, if you're asking me, that's the reason. It's It should be legal everywhere. Everybody should have the option. I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm, I think I'm, there's a couple of reasons. Of course, you mentioned the religious angle, which is definitely a part of it. I do think other parts are how states can maximize the amount of money they can make from the casinos or from the actual sportsbooks doing it, which is why you have seen more states actually embrace it. New York's making about a billion plus dollars in the first two weeks that they've had legal sports betting. So New York's not, no, no, no. They're not making that profit. No, no, not profit. I'm saying that's the amount of money that's been wagered. Yeah. So they're, they're getting a decent cut out of that from the sportsbook. Yep. Yeah. So the, you can really look at it from a variety of ways. Greed is a powerful thing. So you will see more states increasingly, I'd say, adapt to the current gambling climate because there's so much money to be made just by actually allowing people in your borders to bet it. So I do think that's a part where it was viewed as taboo and it still is a little bit, but I do think that the amount of money that people are actually just gambling on a regular basis, the states could use some of that money for... Hell, even simple stuff like bridges or sure potholes. And yeah, yeah, that's timely since the bridge in uh, in what uh, P- Pittsburgh fell today. Yeah, I think so. 
Uh, did you ever see the bridge in Pittsburgh where they 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 had the highway crumbling? So instead of fixing the bridge, they built another bridge beneath it that didn't go anywhere that was just there to catch the crumbs. So it didn't hit the highway. I did not know that, but that sounds like an even bigger waste of money. It's it's unbelievable. So yeah, everybody, uh, T-Train says they're all going to legalize eventually. Uh, Maybe. We'll see. All's a stretch because you have the ultra, ultra religious places that'll probably take a while. Like I don't think Texas is going to legalize anytime soon. You know what? When Utah legalized medicinal marijuana, I believed that anything was possible. Do you think that Texas is going to regulate gambling anytime soon? No, they've had, they, they've played the same thing with horse racing down there. You've got horse yeah. racing in Arkansas, Oklahoma, Louisiana. They don't. Fuck Texas it. is in like 1940 when it comes to gambling laws. Yeah, a little bit. They're way back. It's all it's all about it's all about tax maximization on the stomach of the voters. Yeah, that's yeah. that's exactly right. When you go, well, wait a minute, we could be put, we could be making this much. The problem with sports betting, it doesn't make that much money compared to an actual casino. It's a yeah. it's a piddle. It's it's. It's a bad day at the penny slots. So it's not, I think some states are kind of disappointed it's not quite the cash cow they thought it was going to be because it's so popular, but the but the grind is so small. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think. You also have some people that use the excuse in terms of lawmakers that it causes addiction. And the last thing you want to do is allow people to do stuff that can cause addiction, yet alcohol is legal in every single state and weed's legal in several states. So it's a very hypocritical argument, well, but for, you will see that argument circulate yeah. even though it's complete nonsense. It destroy it destroys families and and all that. And you know, so I, does drinking. You can still buy a six-pack around every single corner. You know, I and I always kind of had a problem working in the casino business because I I some of the marketing tactics and and the stuff that they do is kind of unfair. My wife, who is like the best human being ever, very Pollyanna, the world is a great place. She was the one that said, fuck them. She said, you know what? If they weren't losing money here, they'd be losing money somewhere else. Like, okay. So I don't know, man. Uh, I think if you have money, if you have a a, a desire to spend your money on a vice, you're going to spend your money on a vice. Well, the vice argument, I'm I'm just going to wrap it up. It reminds me of the Bill Hicks argument. Where, or the stand-up bit where he's talking about actual like weed or drugs versus alcohol and how it's hypocritical because you know, you're know you not supposed to do this because it causes addiction, blah, blah, blah. Next commercial, just people singing Budweiser songs. So mm. I feel like it's kind of a similar bit with gambling because they're both vices. They both can destroy families, yet one of them is frowned upon and the other one is encouraged through gambling. And it's uh, encouraged through commercials and through media most of because of taxes. So I do think that money's a huge factor. Oh, James Mount points out a good one and kind of makes my point. This is like the shopping network. Absolutely. Yeah. Dude, I don't know. Have you ever turned on QVC? I can see how people get hooked. You know, I fuck I bought a pan a couple of months ago. I was flipped across I think the like channel. A like Sky Mall magazine, like on the airplane. Yeah. Everything's nine hundred dollars for stuff you don't need. Yep. And, D- and David Good brings up and then we'll move on. <laughs> but again, if you want to do political p- politics and sports and how they intersect, I'll do that for hours. But uh, is that Arizona has been disappointed, disappointed in the tax producers. Who cares? We pay for stupid stadiums that do not pay for their construction. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. Most of these billionaire, I have, if you want to have a beef in sports, that's one of my beefs is billionaires owners that plead poverty when it comes to building the stadium. Uh, how about you pony up some money for the stadium? I mean, I'm not feeling that. Although we could, well, I think it's, I think we it's could Spanos, move. Of course. First example, I think of Hispanos who just forces the team out of St. Louis. Yeah. Even though he has billions of dollars because, they don't want to pay the taxes or they don't want to pay the money for the new stadium because they're normal people and you have billions of dollars. So you ship them off to Los Angeles. 
I mean, owners do that all the time. Yep. It's a dick move that people don't talk about enough. Yep, absolutely true. All right. So, uh, Brad, you bring up a great point. Again, I'm I'm uh, there's I'm just I'm rabbit holing on top of rabbit holing. I'm not going to do it. I don't I don't disagree with your point though. All right. So, Scott, it's Friday. We got to roll, man. Let's talk about uh, the good news, the bad news, the people that took it in the shorts and the people that were wearing their big boy pants, the winners, the whiners. You know who you are. It is time once again to find out, Scott, who's picking up their phone and calling the cops. All right, man. Let's uh, let's get it rolling here, shall we? Uh, all I gotta do is all I gotta do is find my spot. Here we go. Oh man, yeah, this game. Uh, you and I both had this when we were on we were on the right side of this. If you had Wisconsin minus the nine, no, that's not what we told you to do. We played. We told you to play Nebraska. Nebraska undefeated against the spread at home in Big Ten play. Come on now, easy money, easy money. That's right. They led by eleven with six points with six seconds left. Never a doubt. Nebraska from downtown. Don't foul them. Swoosh. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, uh, oh, bad break. If you had Wisconsin minus the nine, call the cops. By the way, Brandon reminded me that Spanos was actually for San Diego. Oh, you're thinking of Cronky. St. Louis. Cronky. Cronky. They're, they're both bad people. Well, same they're, stadium. Whatever. Same stadium. Whatever. Same same stadium, same logo. Who, who cares? Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> uh, looking at the We like to be accurate. No, don't blow it off. We like to be accurate. We're not going to... We're not. If we misspeak, no, that's we're, why. We're I know. Trying I, mean, I made correct. the mistake. I, you know, my bad. You like, fucking I, moron! I what the they fuck's the, the matter with you? Stadium, You're so stupid. The God. logos are identical. It, it, it's really tough. Hey, you can I confuse them all the take time. Take your shed. But, get the fuck out of here. You're done. Anyway, <laughs> looking at the second call, the cops. If you had Texas State and UT Arlington under one twenty-seven and a half scramble points, you got fourteen of them in the final sixty-four seconds. Game landed one twenty-eight. And Scott, perhaps one of the worst beats, and I think it saved us from a beat because we like Towson here. If you had Delaware plus seven against Towson, Delaware's up by 11 at halftime. My God, what could go wrong? Well, Scott, you could just stop the game. How about that? The court was unsafe. They canceled the other half of the game due to unsafe court conditions. Uh, you and I have done a great deal of research on this topic to see if we can drill down and see what it was. All we can find is information about guys slipping, but we don't know why. We don't know if there was a leak in the floor, a leak in the ceiling, um, if the wood was coming up. We, don't, we have no idea. But for whatever reason, the uh, the court there, I believe it was at Towson as well, uh, it was unsafe, could not continue, Scott. That's a horrible break right there. It was definitely a unique situation. It reminds me of one time I had a summer league action, because why wouldn't I, when you've been gambling for about, I don't know, seven years. And I had the Pelicans against the Knicks in summer league and they were getting their ass kicked and it was in the fourth quarter. And with about seven minutes to go, they canceled the game because of an earthquake in Vegas. They canceled the game because of an earthquake and I got my money back because it did not go 45 minutes right it went like 42 minutes yep so i ended up getting my money back it's kind of the similar situation that this game had brutal absolutely brutal um and it never happens when i'm on the wrong side if i if i've got Towson there that ne a game never gets canceled no way mm -hmm. so all right so there was some good news out there you know who you are these are the people that are smiling trying not to lord it over their friends but in your mind, you're dancing in the end zone because, man, it was a good night for you because you were sitting in the rocket chair.
So first one, Loyola Chicago taking on Southern Illinois. Total was 125. I don't know about you. I'm not taking an over with Loyola Chicago. And if you took the under, you were on the right side because neither team reached 45 points. Game landed 85 SIU plays very good defense. It's usually against the scrubs, but they've they've got some some serious defensive chops. So that is not surprising at all there with that one. Hey, if you had the uh, the Ducks and the Canadians, quack 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 indeed. If you had the over five and a half, man, three goals in the first period, you're sitting fat and happy. Uh, they had four goals in the second period, and now you're looking to see what else is on. Time to stream some Dexter. That game landed nine, nine, Scott, Ducks, Canadians. Defense, ah, we'll play it next time. And there was no issues with the ice, so they were able to play the rest of the it game. It was slick. Looking, it was a, it was it a was little slick. slick. Yeah. But looking at the last one, if you had Eastern Illinois, plus 12 and a half against UT Martin, <sighs> it went under the team total, but it was never in doubt because they never trailed by more than one point, and they won outright by five. Yeah. Yeah, Tennessee Martin, file that away. Not good at all. Uh, okay. Oh wow. Time to read the time to read the uh <laughs> never a doubt. Time time uh, Bronco, to read the, the uh, private Wisconsin chat. was seven and a half, but if you actually look around, it actually did close nine in most spots. There was a lot of money on Wisconsin right before tip off. Pounded those badgers, man. Pounded the badgers. So yeah, we'll take it. We'll uh um, and I know you want to talk about this one, so let's do it. Let's, uh, we haven't, we like to, we like to, we like to have one of these on Fridays just because it's fun. Um, this one, that's a little more fun than the other day, but <laughs> it was all over Twitter, but we got to talk about it. We do. I know this has lit you up. I couldn't possibly give a fuck, but, um, uh, we'll talk about it. Scott, this is all you, buddy. Let's find out who's wearing the golden feed bag in Scott world as we reveal today's donkey of the day. All right, Scott, take it away. So there are multiple parties to blame, but I'm going to generalize it. It's the entire NBA all-star voting process because you're looking at the usual starters. And of course, you know, LeBron's in there. You got Giannis in there. You got Embiid in there. You know, the usual suspects. You got a lot of great players in there. You go down the line and it all checks out. And then you get to the small forward spot on the West. Andrew Wiggins. And the reason why is because the NBA, I guess, wanted to keep the de facto positions that nobody really uses anymore. You know, point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, center. Even though in today's NBA, you can kind of put anybody anywhere at this point. But Wiggins is starting over Luka Doncic, Chris Paul, Donovan Mitchell, and Devin Booker. Am I missing something? I think you're missing the fact that those guys are all guards. <laughs> I feel like, though, you can make an argument that it it should just be the best five guys. I mean, I don't, I don't really know what the point is. It, it's an all-star game. Nobody really cares. Do you really you, need you, you a, an actual small forward? You care a lot. No, I'm saying when it comes to keeping positions, does anybody really look at the all-star game and say, I need an actual small forward on my team. Who's running the three? Who's the three? It could be Luca. Who cares? Luca's what? Six five? Yeah. Six six. I, I know. 
Like uh, Chris Paul, okay, like that's I get it. Like Chris Paul's like six two, but those really the, the All Star games in the uh, in in the NBA and the NFL have just become a joke, just an absolute joke. It's 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 a it's basically just a showcase for offense. It's a popularity contest, but the reason why it kind of annoys me is because people factor it in to Hall of Fame consideration when it all comes down to the mercy of really just publicity and popularity. And TL making a good point. Even the players who voted are really awful at it because Kyrie got 25 votes. He's played, what, 10 games? Yep. And Simmons got two votes. That's a, yeah, TL. He hasn't played. T- TL John Wall up. got one vote. John Wall got one vote. Is, is John Wall hasn't played in three years, has he? He played, he played a little bit last year. Did he get on the court last year? He played, I think, maybe 10 games last year. Yeah. All-star on contracts, too. Yep. Well, I'm fine with him being an all-star because if you think he's good enough to make the roster as a reserve, that's fine. But a starter, you're making the argument he's like top 10 player in the league, basically, because that's where he's at. Wiggins might be the worst all-star starter of all time. I bet that's not true. But I said he might be. Okay. I'm sure you can go back to the 60s and find somebody. But I get, I, I think nobody, the... even Warriors fans, would genuinely believe he should be starting over Devin Booker, Chris Paul, and Luka Doncic. That's absurd. James Mount says they need a voter ID. That's kind of, kind of funny. I don't right. even know if he's had a better year than Anthony Edwards. Okay. Okay. That, that's my brief point. The voting process for the NBA is just stupid for the All-Star game. You good now? Uh, yeah, I feel good. Let's talk about some games. We done, we done fucked around for half an hour. So. All right. So we got that one coming. Um, big NBA slate tonight. What do you like? Uh, Well, we're saving one of our favorite plays for later. So, spoiler alert, we're going to the NBA for our farm play as for everything else there's a lot of games on the card the nba has been i don't want to say it's been unpredictable but i feel like you can make the argument that it's really tough to find teams that play a full 48 minutes because it seems like teams really just go through waves mid-game yeah i'm sure you've noticed that too indeed um i like atlanta minus one against boston uh they both killed cleveland last game uh, not Cleveland, sorry. They both killed uh, Sacramento in their last game, which means nothing to me. But Atlanta's actually been playing well. I'm not going to overreact to Boston killing Sacramento by 50. They're not a very good team. I do hope that DeAndre Hunter plays because defensively he's very good for that team. But Atlanta seems to be clicking right now. And Boston, I just know, can never be trusted. I'll lay one with Atlanta. Yeah, I'm okay you- with that. They won, won five, won and covered five straight. I'm, I'm okay. Um they're playing. They're playing good ball. They're healthy. That's that's important. Uh, J.C. Stone wants to know which college, which three college hoops teams do you think have the best shot to go all the way? Betting favorites right now: Gonzaga, Auburn, Baylor. That's your top three, Scott. You got anybody? You got anybody? Think you can sneak in there? I think you can sneak UCLA in there. Okay. And I'm I'm not sure which of the ones I would take out because Baylor, I think I would have to keep in just because the guard play is so good and defensively they're insane. So I'd have to keep Baylor in there. Gonzaga, I really don't know because they struggled against Duke. They have looked inconsistent at times, but now it's the usual part of the year. 30 points. Where they beat the Loyola Marymounts of the world by 37. And you think, oh, they beat Santa Clara by 90. So they have to be really, really good. And yet, I still, I'm still not sure if Timmy and Holmgren can play together against elite guard play because the pick and roll switches. That's really what killed Gonzaga in the title game. 
was that Timmy kept getting switched on to Butler and Mitchell, and he had no shot at all. Like, they, they were just picking on him the entire game. I think that's going to happen once again. So, Gonzaga, I have a little bit of a torn opinion about, but I do really like that Auburn team. I think that Auburn team's really, really good. I think they got a lot of talent. I think that Baylor deserves serious consideration. I'd probably have to keep Gonzaga, but I, you'd have to throw in UCLA in there. I think UCLA has the experience because they just got there. We saw what they did against Arizona. Of course, they were at home with the crowd, but they dominated that game. Defensively, they have a gear that a lot of teams don't have. The question for UCLA is, can the offense do enough to win high-scoring games? In most matchups, Ju Zhang's the best player on the court. Is that a fair statement? I would say so, yeah. Uh, by the way, he has, so, he has COVID right now, so plan accordingly. Yeah, so I'm going to go with four. I think UCLA is the dark horse right now. Okay. That's kind of falling off the grid a little bit, but they're still very good. Yep. I'm, 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 t- I'm chunking Gonzaga. I am. And I'll tell you what, this Auburn team that struggled to get past Mizzou the other night, that didn't, that's not a good look at all. That's why you, I feel like Auburn and UCLA are kind of in the same boat where I don't know if they could actually go through with a whole tournament run, but if they were in the final four, I would not be surprised at all. Nope. Agreed. Um, I've got, I've got Baylor. Of course. I I like that Baylor team. I'm going to jettison Gonzaga. You know what? I want to I want to see more of this Auburn team. I'm I'm okay. The team that I like is as far as a, a sleeper goes is Purdue. I like any team that can play inside out, and they've got the guard play. They've got the inside play. They just have to be able to get over uh, Matt Painter being their coach. Yeah. That's the point. That that's the main reason why I have no interest in Purdue. It's because I think Matt Painter, for the talent that he has year in year out, is an extremely overrated coach. I don't think he's very good. T-Train says he thinks one team will sneak in from the Big East. I'll tell you what, you want to talk, you talk about a battle-tested conference where they come to play every fucking game. Uh, you're talking about the Big East. I don't. When ha- you say one team, you mean Nova. Villanova, yeah, right? Eight, I mean, 18 that, to that's one. the only team you're talking about. 18 to one right now for Villanova, if you want. You but know. I'm saying, what other teams in the Big East are you talking about? Take a little spin like, there. It's just Villanova. Well, I mean, I understand that. But what I'm saying is you've got some good teams in the Big East. Oh, they do. I'm saying it's battle tested. I'm saying. I mean, T-train well, you've got one. Te- well, I'm I mean, T Train says one team might sneak in. It's just Villanova. You don't think you don't think Marquette or Xavier has has the possibility of making a run? Hell no. Okay. All right. No. All right. I think you can make an argument. Providence might make the Sweet Sixteen, but I, I, a Final Four for a team not named Villanova in that conference? No. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, it's, and it's, Villanova, it's, I don't think is good enough. I think Villanova is a great defensive team. They're clicking a little bit, athletically. They cannot match up against some of these teams. Like, they just can't. They don't have enough athleticism on the inside. The guards, I like Gillespie as a player. Do I trust them staying in front of elite point guards? No. I don't think that they have enough athletes who can create off the dribble and create separation. I think that's Villanova's problem. TL says, should I just place all my money on teams in the top 10 in offense or defense? Statistically, that's who wins national championships. Forget top three. Just go top five. Top five, top three. I forgot the exact numbers, but I believe the last... I don't remember the exact years, but it's it's more than a couple. The winner has been top five in offense and defense, according yep. to Ken Palm. Yep, absolutely true. So keep that in mind. Uh, asking a little bit, NHL tonight, uh, Ryan Page, Penguins, Bruins, and Avs. Brad, you mentioned in Arizona, after the UCLA game, I am punting all my Arizona stock. They are not winning the title. 
<clears throat> they're gonna they're gonna have to get a lot better. They're gonna have to show me uh, a lot more than they showed against UCLA the other night because they absolutely they're good. Shit the but they, they they got hit by a great defense and they panicked. They didn't really run any sets. They chucked up a bunch of bad shots. They have a lot of talent. I'm not sure they work the best as a team. So Scott in hockey, three teams: Avs, Bruins, and Penguins, all big time favorites, uh, minus two Bills or less, basically. So let's let's just do it the easy way. Anybody, any you see any upsets there? Where's, well, the Avalanche where's the likely are on the road. upset? Right, the Avalanche are on the road, so they might actually lose a game. Right, that's that's what you have to look at there. I I think and those and they have the uh, they have they have the lowest odds there against the Blackhawks uh, at minus one ninety. Uh, Chicago How about man. Pittsburgh, by the way, losing to the Kraken yesterday. I believe they were minus three thirty. Yep, yep, they're minus two forty five today against the Red Wings. Red Wings playing. Better hockey, I guess we could say, because they've been just atrocious the last few years. Yeah, they're not any good, but they're not basement basement. Uh, T Train says Arizona perennially steps on their dick in round one, two, nearly every year. Yeah, there's a few teams like that. Hello, Sean Purdue. Miller's not there anymore. So they Purdue. got rid of the coach for, that's responsible for the problem. That's true. That's true. Uh, any upsets there on those hockey games, Scott? Any any you, you afraid of that? You afraid of uh, puck line in any of those? You just want to play a money line? I'm always well, afraid when of the... say, When you say puck line, you mean the favorites or you mean the underdog? Playing the favorites, sorry, yeah. I think you can make an argument for the puck line for some for maybe a dog or two, but Pittsburgh, I'll assume they'll bounce back because offensively they didn't show up, but defensively they were good against Seattle. I think they'll do well against the Red Wings. Colorado, I think that could be a trap game because I'm sure... I'm, I'm not saying every game isn't worth the same because it obviously is. But mentally, when you've won that many home games in a row, and that's all anybody cares about, you think they're excited to play on the road in Chicago? Well, and the other question... I think they might be overlooking that. Well, and I'll tell you the other thing, with the problem with the Avs there is McKinnon's out. He's, he's, gonna, he's got a concussion, so he's he's definitely out tonight. We'll see how that looks going forward. That could be a huge If I had to pick one of the three dogs, I'd pick Chicago. Yeah. Because I do think that with McKinnon out, of course, that hurts because he's one of the best players in the league. But I think you would agree, if all the media is talking about are the home games, and you have potentially a record-setting streak here, aren't you going to treat the road games a little bit less seriously than the home games? I would say yes. I'm sure they will tell you absolutely. One, they will tell you no. But I have but... to assume mentally you care more about the home games. Yeah, I would think I would think so as well. You've got that streak running right now, so. I'll go with Chicago if I had to pick one of those three dogs. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I think that's a pretty good breakdown. Yeah, what else? We, anybody asking? But what else we got here? Uh, stars, uh, stars tonight. Stars have been good. I mean, the Capitals, of course, are a good team, but you're looking at the Stars, twenty-two and sixteen. They're fourteen, four and one at home. But you're looking at recent form. They've won four in a row. Capitals have lost three of four, and. They've scored one goal in their last two games combined. So Washington's offense sputtering a little bit. Give me Dallas at home. Okay. All right. Laying a short price there. I'm so old, Scott. I see the Stars game. I'm looking at Minnesota. I'm like, wait a minute. They're not playing Washington. I'm like, oh, fuck. You're an idiot. Uh, coming from a UConn supporter, I think we're good enough for Sweet 16. Maybe Elite 8 with some luck. Not this year. Uh, love Hurley. You can get back there. Uh, I, I think I think UConn's good. I'll tell you what. If, if they still ended up having... Some of the key pieces. I'm trying to. I'm drawing a blank on his name. Uh, Bonite from last year's team. Yeah. If he was able to come back, I think this team could be one of the favorites to win the title. But I do have some questions on the backcourt. I really like the front court that they have. 
I think Cole's good. He's had injury issues. But this team doesn't have much depth. And you can tell, especially late in games, if Cole fouls out or if they are in foul trouble early, it's not exactly pretty. So most teams that win, I'd say generally can go seven deep, maybe eight deep. I think UConn might have six. Yeah. And I'm not sure they have enough depth to actually make a serious, serious deep run. I agree. I think they could go Sweet 16, potentially eight. But I see most likely 16. I think they need more depth. J.C. Stone, do any of these online books do UCFA, NCAA tournament contest? Yes. Yes, they do. Just kind if of you like it. to bet online, then you could probably find something. Yep. yep. Uh, Bronco Devil with the uh, non-secular of the day. I like Cocoa Puffs. Excellent news. <laughs> I'm a big fan. I haven't of seen it. a commercial for Cocoa Puffs in years. Uh, I used to see it all the time on Nickelodeon growing up. When you were what? You'd be what? Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. That's mm-hmm. right. I'm a big. F- I like the cocoa puffs. Not gonna lie. That bird lost its damn mind every time it saw cocoa. Puffs. Out of his mind. Uh, Norm Stewart at Mizzou sucked big time in the Big Dance. Yes, he did. Oh my God. Don't even get me started on the uh, uh, on the uh, the games there. That uh, oh <laughs> yeah, not good. Not good. So many so many disappointing losses there as a as a Mizzou fan growing up and when I was in school there with the Sunvolt and Stepanovich and losing to Northern Iowa and with uh, Drew and oh god. I still think the worst loss that you've had is probably the Norfolk State. No one. question about it. Two, a two seed and and it got and it got swept under the 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 rug because Duke was a two seed lost the same day. He lost to Mercer the same day. Yep. Yep. Uh, Giannis highest scorer in the Bucks Knicks games is a steal at one twenty five. Scott, I don't think that's a lie. You're not going to get any argument from me. Uh-uh. I mean, you're looking at a spot where the Knicks. Can't really score anyway. Nope. Randall's been awful. And speaking as a New Yorker, most Knicks fans that I know are not exactly happy with him. Um, I know Milton's been really good lately, but nobody on the Knicks can guard Giannis. Giannis might just walk into 30. Yeah, 125 does sound like a really good deal. Oh my God. Now we're now now we're now we're lighting it up. Coco Pebbles are better. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Jimmy Butler out tonight. I believe he is last time. Let me double check that. I was, I was looking at that game last night and, but Miami is such an annoying team in a good way because <sighs> even when they're missing some key pieces like Lowry, potentially Butler, I'm not taking the Clippers. Like Miami wins games when they're missing half the roster anyway. I just about took the Clippers in that spot, but I just couldn't. I couldn't get. It. And by the way, he's still officially questionable with his t- with yeah. his toe. He's got a sore. But think toe. about the Heat right now, right? They're the one seed right now in the East. Yeah. Butler's missed X amount of games. Lowry's missed X amount of X amount of games, and Adebayo missed about a month. Yeah. They're still number one. I know. They keep winning. They keep taking pieces away. And they and they keep winning. They keep covering. He's not gonna he's not gonna win the award. He's getting no recognition for it. But especially since I have money on some other candidates, but you can really make an argument for Spolstra to win Coach of the Year pretty much every year. I think that he is easily a top two coach in the league. I think he is phenomenal. Brad Crawford torturing me, fucking torturing me. Tyus Edney three point eight. Every Mizzou fan three point eight. We have that drilled. In our head, that uh, you know, three point eight is Scott. The amount of time on the clock when he went full court. Yeah, and you know who that was? Ty Sedney. Ty, are you reading it? <laughs> no, I, I know, I know who it is. UCLA yeah. won the title that year. Brutal. Didn't they win the title that year? Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Absol- absolutely brutal. 
Fuck. Why don't you just bring up? Why don't you just bring up D Ford lining up offsides against Tom Brady? And when just just this reminds me of the time that D Ford lined up offsides against <laughs> against New England. <laughs> I still think Edelman touched the ball in that punt, by the way. I do, too. I absolutely do, too. 100%. But you know what? (sighs) It should have been three straight Super Bowls for the Chiefs, man. That's what I'm saying. See, the issue is that Josh Allen, the reason why he'll never be the greatest of all time is because Brady knows when to call heads and when to call tails. No, Brad. That one hasn't worn that yet. That was an early game. That was a... uh... I think it was. I want to say it was. A, it was a second round game. It was on a weekend because I remember. I'll never forget where I was. I was. I was walking back into the pit from at the casino from break, and we're watching the big screen as I walked. And it was either a Saturday or a Sunday, so it had to be. I think it was a second round game. Um. Yeah. That was. Oh, okay. All right. Enough. Scott, let's get to it, buddy. We've got. We got. We got work to do out in the back forty. Some they came. They came in the night. They stole our farm in the night. Fucking Georgia State. Like, they don't have... Like, the state of Georgia doesn't have enough farm. Had to take one of ours, so... And I don't know Panthers liked corn, but... Yeah. You know, whatever. Uh, uh, yes, I... Well, I haven't heard about Matthew officially. I, I looked at earlier this morning, but I saw clips of them practicing, and he was on the practice field. I saw 32 out there taking reps with the defense. So I'm hoping that's a good sign, because I think you are supposed to be away from team activities... Uh, while you're in uh, uh, concussion protocol until you pass protocol. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> God, what a bad memory. Oh, yeah. It's, That's where I come in. Yeah. Is it was a Mizzou fan? There's so many bad memories. So many bad memories. Okay. But I digress. Let's uh, let's get to it. Don't forget to uh, stick around. We're going to come back right as soon as I can set up the, uh, the broadcast. We'll be right back and do the NFL show. So, all right, Scott, it's time. You know the drill. It's uh, it's Friday. It's time to put on those good Friday night overalls. We're going out. Might want to put some boots on if you're up there in the Northeast with your overalls and uh, put your Carhartt jacket on and uh, whatever, whatever thick jacket the, you got. The bad weather doesn't matter. We're farming potatoes. That's right. That's right. We're digging them down. So climb aboard your John Deere. Put that straw hat on. Fire that baby up because it's time for the Friday edition of Bet the Farm. <laughs> No banjos, buddy. No banjos at all. So we're going to go. Let me get everything set up here. Sorry, guys. All right, we're going to play a little NBA. And we were talking about the NBA. We did uh, conspicuously avoid this one. And we're going to take the Charlotte Hornets minus the Ocho points over your L.A. Lakers. And there is some reasoning behind this, first of all. Hornets, good basketball team, 13 and 7 straight up, 15 and 5 against the number at home. The Lakers, uh, not good on the highway, 9 and 11 straight up on the road, 10 and 12 ATS. But mainly the thing that got our attention, excuse me, um, it's the injury situation. Thank you. It's the injury situation for the Los Angeles Lakers. You might think the big three, well, the big three all have uh, questionable injury problems. LeBron has the knee that kept him as a late scratch yesterday. AD uh, has his wrist injury, and of course, he's played a lot of minutes since coming back. It's time for him to rest. And Russell Westbrook also has a knee problem. They are all three questionable. And the Charlotte Hornets match up very, very well with the Lakers they rank 5th in offensive efficiency meanwhile the Los Angeles Lakers check in at number 24 not How many good points did the Hornets score last game 
uh, a million, what, 158? What they, what they put 158. Out? 158. I'll, I'll take the 158 team against Stanley Johnson and company. And remember, as always, with all handicapping, past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. However, we like it in this spot. This is a game that we gravitated to anyway and then saw the injury report and couldn't resist. So we've got the Charlotte Hornets minus the eight at home against the Lakers. That's going to do it for Bet the Farm. That's going to do it for the Friday show. As always, thanks very much for stopping by to check us out. We appreciate it. Don't forget to listen to Jim and Chris every day, 1.30 p.m. Eastern time here on the Winners and Winners Sports Betting Network. And, of course, stay tuned for our NFL show. We'll be previewing both NFL championship games and our Sunday night broadcast. All right, Scott, I think that's it. And, of course, don't forget to join us here each and every day, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, as Scott and I put our heads together and do our very best to help you to head back to the window. Take care, everybody.